Hi, I'm Jean Godfrey-June, and this is Megan O'Neill. We're the beauty editors here at Goop. And you're listening to Goop's newest podcast series, The Beauty Closet. We're going to talk about all things beauty. Clean, non-toxic beauty, of course, most important Mm -hmm. to us here at Goop. But we're going to talk everything beauty. Skincare, hair care, body care, the much maligned term, (laughs) self-care. But it really is important. And just the way we think about beauty, like ourselves, in the culture. Our guest today is one of the most famous Victoria's Secret models ever. And she's one of the most impressive clean beauty advocates and entrepreneurs on the planet. And she's a mom. Yep. So most of us know Miranda Kerr from Victoria's Secret, but she's actually been changing the world as the founder of a pretty successful and clean and non-toxic skincare line called Cora Organics. Cora is so good. I I used the shower gel this morning. I used the body lotion this morning. Today? Yeah, today. Most mornings. I also have, they have that incredible stick moisturizer. It's like a face oil, but a stick. Uh And I keep it in the middle of my kitchen counter. So whenever I'm like feeling dry and I'm too lazy to go upstairs. Oh, that's so good. And when you're cooking, like to cool down. Yeah, like cool down and just feel like I look presentable. Like a little little moisturizer really goes a long way, especially a Cora. It does. Turquoise stick. It's so cool. (laughs) She's got a lot to say. We had such a cool conversation with her. She talked all about crystals. She's like the ultimate crystal person, which I didn't quite realize. I know. Loves crystals. She had really great skin tips. Which we really took note of because her skin, we actually got to see her in person. And so we were staring at her skin. And I mean, it's epic. It's like, insane. Like, <laughs> we took a she, selfie with her and I was like, oh, like not. I don't want to be next to this person. Well, see, I thought that. But then when I looked at the selfie, I don't take the best pictures. And yes, like, you do. No, I, I am the worst picture taker. But that picture, like, I'm like, her, like, glow. No, you're right. It, it like, made us look good. It, ma- it somehow, was like, yeah. It, it was like Miranda Carelight. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. That was weird. Okay. So we're going to get to her super cool story and her fantastic tips in just a second. Mm-hmm. First, let's tell you about the blow dryer we cannot stop talking about around the Goop offices. Truly, everyone is obsessed with it. A big thank you to our friends at Dyson who are making this podcast possible. We're all a bit tech-obsessed here at Goop, and when we fall in love with a product, we appreciate its incredible engineering. And the Dyson Supersonic Hairdryer gives us a lot to appreciate. It's the fastest drying because it's made with a digital motor that's incredibly powerful, plus an intelligent heat control feature that protects against extreme heat damage and boosts shine by up to 132% and smoothness by 75% compared to naturally dried hair. It's brilliant for every hair type, and I love how luscious, silky, and defined my curls feel after I go over them with the Dyson Supersonic. I use the diffuser attachment. When my friends with straighter textures use the smoothing nozzle, the shine and the bounce is just amazing. When I want to switch it up and wear my hair straight, an urge I get once in a blue moon, the new wide tooth comb attachment is excellent for that. And Dyson engineered the dryer so the motor is ingeniously located in the handle, which makes the entire dryer much, much easier to use. It just rules. To learn more about the Supersonic, go to Dyson.com slash Beauty Closet. Hey again, Jean. Hey, Megan. We're back, and we can't wait to share this conversation we had with Miranda. She brought up such good stuff. Starting and building a company she really believed in was such a cool story. And I was really into her relationship advice. Yeah, how she comes from the long line of happy marriages. Don't we all? Ugh, I know. That? I love that. <laughs> and I like her exfoliating skin tips. 
And being Victoria's secret model, what's that like? I mean, I, I was dying to hear that. Yeah. And how she transitioned from that life into being a mom and an entrepreneur that's like, you know, totally different. It's a different life, it sounds like. Yeah, she had a lot of interesting things to say. Okay, let's get to our conversation with Miranda. You had the most sort of beautiful, organic-sounding childhood. <laughs> oh. um, you know, you're like the sort of your your what you've told me about sort of getting into crystals and how that was based in your childhood. I wanted to talk a little about that and how 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 you grew up affected how you became who you are and what you make. Yeah, it's so interesting because obviously our family plays such a big role on everything and they were so instrumental to me with learning about health and wellness and also about crystals, as you mentioned. Like yeah. my grandfather, he was a house mover. Mm -hmm. So he would move these big houses with like, you know, the like literally physically, not him with his hands, but right. you know, with the tractors. Yeah, and the absolutely. Like all the trucks instruments and, the and all that. Dollies and the... Yeah. And so they'd have to dig underneath the house. And then oftentimes in Australia, he would find these big geodes, oh, the big geode cool. crystals. And he would bring them home to my grandmother. And she wasn't that impressed, but I was fascinated. <laughs> she wasn't? No, she wasn't. She I was, was like, like, oh, he's brought me another fabulous geode. But yeah. they, they were just like rocks or they, do they look pretty, you know? Some of them were like broken open. Some of them were like still big rocks. Like a big round. But like that's almost big, like a sculpture. Like Yeah. A, you know. I thought mm. I was just like, I loved them. And we used to climb the, this big weeping willow tree mm -hmm. out the back of my grandma's house. And so that's where... He decided, because my grandma wasn't that fascinated with them, to keep all these geode crystals at the base of this willow tree. So and gorgeous. So I don't know if you've seen, like, I, I put around my house in Malibu, like, rose quartz at the base of the tree, even though it's not a willow tree. It was a tree that was there when I bought the house. Yeah. And it was, like, the love corner of the, Ugh, I the, love the property. And so <sighs> I just... Like decided, a billion rose quartz, as you put there? I put, yeah, like, <sighs> uh, like so many. But then oh, I ended so up cool. giving them away... So I had to refill the rose quartz. But I ended up giving them away for a promotion on T-Mall for Cora Organics. So oh, they, really? So people got like actual pieces of rose quartz from my actual house in Malibu. Yeah. Oh, so. that's so beautiful. Yeah. I, like what? I, so I just, just imagined. like a personal touch. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I love spreading love. And rose quartz is a great way to do that. And, and is it in all your products? So all the products are filtered through in the manufacturing process. So they touch upon rose quartz. And then the rose quartz that we use in the manufacturing process, like the big chunks of rose quartz, they go out, they get cleansed, you know, they get recharged, recharged by the sun and the moon, Ugh, and then they go back that. in and yeah. That's amazing. And then there's some actual rose quartz in your rollerball, right? Yeah, the, so the some eye. products actually contain rose quartz. So for instance... The eye has a rose quartz rollerball, which is not only, you know, you're getting that self-love aspect, but you're also getting the actual cooling, soothing. So it's like rolling around your eye with that cooling, soothing stone. And I heard later on that Cleopatra was very much into rose quartz. And I was oh, like, really? oh, that's an interesting fact. Like it had nothing to do with the reason why I right. put you it already. in there. <laughs> I was like, that's an added bonus. Great. Cleopatra was into it like way before I was. <laughs> Always a bonus with her. Yeah. And you, your mom was like a working mom. So that's yes. like your 
whole many careers already. <laughs> so, yes, my mom, a- who's actually visiting at the moment. My both my parents are here, and I'm very close with them. They had me when they were very young, mm. so. My parents have, you know, they've been together since my mom was 15. Wow. And, wow. you know, and they're still together and very sweet and Aww. very in love. And my dad, as a little child, he would often read like positive books like Old Mandino and like, uh, I don't know, he was just always like very uplifting and positive. And so yeah. he was always like, every thought you think kind of manifests, manifests yeah. and can create your reality. So I kind of grew up like that with that kind of intention behind everything and knowing that words were powerful and that's why on the back of all the products there's a positive word of affirmation like love joy bliss wow and then then there's obviously been so many studies done by like dr masaru emoto from japan about the molecular structure of water and you know all those studies that people do on different plants speaking positive words to them yeah, it's really or amazing. negative words and just the facts, the impact that it has on those plants. And we're all energetic beings. And I just, you know, first and foremost, I want the line to actually be effective and work and give people the results that they need. At the same time, I didn't want it to just be an organic or well, certified organic, mind you. Nice. Brand that, <laughs> I get <laughs> that. a big difference. The certification process yeah. is, is really... Arduous. It's rigorous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really intense process for me to go through but it really ensures the customers get what they're paying for because there is a lot of greenwashing out there it tells you exactly on the back of the packaging like this certain percent is organic this certain percent is natural origin and then it tells you you know so it's very totally transparent i just think the more people become educated about ingredients and what they're putting on their skin and the fact that their skin is the largest organ on their body and it you know it absorbs what you put on it and, you know, it gets into your bloodstream. I, that's why people, don't mind me, I'm out of breath being pregnant. <laughs> when they're pregnant, like people are so much more cautious, but we should be we're aware all, humans. all the time. All the time, yeah. Not just when we're pregnant, because our body, is, I feel, is a vessel that is constantly filling up. Like, say, for instance, you've got an empty cup and it's filling up and filling up and filling up. And then when it kind of overflows, that's when... A lot of people, if they're not detoxing, that's when they find, you know, it can be one of the reasons why, you know, certain ailments come. Yeah, they're having health problems. Yeah, they're having health issues. So if you can get the results from the products that you're using and they're good for you and good for the planet, then why wouldn't you? And that's why I created Cora. And then the little extra added bonus is that upliftment side with the rose quartz and the positive words. So Nice. How did you you first start I mean I you spent many years in the makeup chair at Victoria's Secret and on shoots and whatever with conventional products when did you first become aware that that those products might contain something that wasn't necessarily good for you well my mom she got really sick I can't remember maybe I was like in my teens like 14 she got really sick and she ended up they saw that she had benign cancer in her spleen Mm. and so it was around that stage and she had to get her spleen removed and it was weird because generally cancer in the spleen is like secondary Mm -hmm. but for her that was the only place that they found cancer so that just got us really on to being aware of what we're putting on our body even more than what 
we grew up with and like what our cleaning products were. And, yeah. and so my mom, you know, she got this little book called The Chemical Maze. Ooh. And The Chemical Maze tells you in this little, it's like a little handbook. So it's got all the different numbers that you see on the back of processed foods. Uh-huh. And then it tells you what that number means. And then it has everything from sodium lauryl sulfate to parabens to silicone didn't like it explains to you very clearly and simply it's very understandable and and it tells you what what is this purpose of sodium lauryl sulfate like obviously it's a foaming agent you know and, yeah and then over time what they can do to your body you know and it tells you specifically the bad effects the ailments too, that it are linked cause, to it and yeah they're linked to that with overexposure to that certain chemical so that really just got us switched on to not just eating organic, but really looking at every product in our life, mm. like what we're using. And I mean, I just thought that it was it was a real wake up call because we had thought that we were healthy and living a healthy life. And yeah, you trust that the products that are out there, because they're out there that they're safe. Are not toxic, and yeah. That they, oh, of course they'd be safe, you know, yeah, and that whole thing. Yeah, make something that was, that's you know, bad for thing. you? <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, I don't even want to go into it, but it's like you just, it's a real eye-opener when mm-hmm. you actually read the ingredients and then you see what those ingredients do to you and then some of these things, you know, you're putting on, people are putting on their children without knowing that yeah. it's yeah, harmful that it, for them. And babies, and, which is yeah, the for worst babies. thing because they're still developing. I know. And yeah, so we just, we just learned more and more and understood the importance of what we're putting on our skin. And then I realized that, you know, I had, I'd been modeling and I'd obviously tried lots of different products and whatnot. And so, and I tell my friends and, and whatnot, like, it's just for me, like I'm like 80% healthy and 20% indulgent, like all around. You don't want to like, drive yourself crazy but it's good to know you can't be crazy yeah but you have to gp also points out she's she's always like you know what's going over most of your body you know like that's why you know you're in the shower and you're you know like that that kind of thing for me i'm i'm like why wouldn't you use it organic and our body lotion and body wash which are in pumps which i'm obsessed with yeah they're incredible to use i use them on the baby my little 11 month old i use them on my son my husband uses them they're like good for the whole family yeah yeah and it's like i don't know why wouldn't you? And I use it as like a shampoo for his hair, oh. little heart's hair. <laughs> By the way, that turmeric scrub is just my Isn't favorite amazing? thing. Yes. So good. I love the, it. So I, we keep that in the shower. How did you come up with that? So I, the, when I spoke to the chemist, because we have like some of the best organic chemists in the world, because, you know, I started this brand back in Australia and we have some of the leading, you know, organic chemists there. And when I told them that I wanted to come up with this like two-in-one kind of, I wanted it to be an organic version of microdermabrasion scrub, but then you can leave mm. it on as an intense mask if you want so it can dry and you really feel it actively working and drawing out impurities and detoxifying the skin. And then you can wash it off. So you can use it two ways, as a scrub and also as a mask. As a mask. And so <clears throat> I wanted turmeric in there because I have had issues with pigmentation ever since I first got pregnant with Flynn, which mm. was eight years ago now. He's eight. Oh, he's eight. Sweet. I know. Aww. I know. It's crazy. I had 
such a big space between Flynn and Hart and now such a small space between (laughs) Hart and this new little baby coming along. So you'll have all the experiences. (laughs) Yeah. And then so the turmeric mask, I was like, I wanted to be turmeric. And I also wanted to have the aromatherapy aspect of the peppermint, which is so invigorating when you put it on. It's so uplifting. It's also good for the sebum production, you know, if you're having any breakouts and whatnot. And I just, I really wanted it to be super active. So we have the natural AHAs in there, the papaya enzymes that, you know, gently sloth away the dead skin cells. And so my husband, who I use as a guinea pig a lot, Uh (laughs) he's he's so like, Brando, what are you doing? Anyway, so he, I I said to him when I was trialing the product, I was like, here, try this. You know, you're going to love it. He's like, oh, Miranda, like, it's fine. Like, I, I'm using my Noni Glow face oil. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I was like, honey, I know you're going to love this. Because I don't know, there's something about that scrub. It's so good for men and women. Yeah. Especially for the beard, you know, like, oh, like yeah, slopping off and kind of creating the new skin cells with a beard coming in. And, uh-huh. you yeah. Know, he's shaving all the time, and as most men are. Although I love yeah. it when he grows his beard out, but that's another story. <laughs> so then I keep it in the shower and I notice any products he uses. So I keep them on the back shelf. And when he uses the products, they go to the side. So you, so you see can tell. what so he I see actually what he likes. Uses, oh, that's such a good. And I see what he likes. So he, every day he uses a body wash. Okay, great. And then next thing you know, I see, and then the shampoo, whatever. And then next thing you know, I see he's used the turmeric scrub. And I was like, ah, huh. what did you think of that? He was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I can't believe it took me so long to try it. And now every day he uses it and he won't even travel without it. So, Ugh. Whoa. Well, like, we get it. We okay. love it. And I use it. Okay, I know they say you don't want to over exfoliate and whatnot, but I use it very gently because you can obviously decide how much and how abrasive you want to be with it. So I use it very gently in the morning, like every morning, because it's almost like the wake up call and it just makes my skin feel so good. I'm addicted. Oh, and the combination so of using that and then the Noni Glow face oil after, it's like you've got an at-home facial right there. Yeah. Yeah, you sure. totally do. And so, yeah. Well, that is your skincare, but going back to your previous life and your makeup. What was the best thing and maybe the worst thing about being a Victoria's Secret model? Well, it was such a wonderful opportunity for me to get out there and meet and work with really creative people. You know, you're working with the best makeup artists, the best photographers, you're going to the most beautiful locations around the world. Yeah. You know, and I just think that that in itself was an incredible experience, but I worked really hard. Like it was, you know, it was not lying around. (laughs) It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't lying around. (laughs) I was... You know, it was for me, I mean, I had the Victoria's Secret contract and at the same time I had multiple other contracts. So I was working six days a week, you know, three different countries a week, just like full on. And that's why I decided to step down from Victoria's Secret because it just was too much when I had Flynn, you know, and it just just wasn't sustainable. And if I'm going to do something, I want to do it with my whole heart and it was just and they were like family to me and meaning like you know yeah. all the people that work that there and yeah and it was you know and I'm still really close to everyone and I just feel like it was such a wonderful platform for me to get my voice out there and it was wonderful 
to get kind of your face out there and then with the face comes a voice and with the voice you can do positive things and that's what I'm trying to do now you know with this line how did you transition what after you you know you made this decision this isn't gonna you know I can't keep doing this with with having a child how did you come to Cora well so basically I started Cora so the first concept of Cora was in 2006 believe it or not whoa that was when I first sat with my friend in Australia and I said I want to create a certified organic skincare line because I don't find I don't see one out there that you know that's really I mean and even now we're still the only certified organic skincare line available in Sephora wow so that's when she's like, why don't you talk to my friend? She does all, all certified organic essential oils. And mm. maybe she knows someone. So I spoke with her and then she introduced me to labs. And then it just went from there. And I started trialing products back and forth from 2006 to 2009. And then at the end of 2009 is when I launched into Australia. So I was very much working as a model at that time. Oh, at the same time. At the, same, at the time. same time. And, you know, doing Victoria's Secret. And then Flynn was born in 2011. But then I so only that's... launched Cora Organics into Sephora over here two years ago. Yeah, two okay. years yeah. ago. So, yeah. So it sort of evolved. So it, it, it was just because it's my company and I wanted to do everything. And it was doing so well in Australia. And I wanted to do everything right and have the right team. And, you know, I had invested all my money into it. And so many people wanted to throw money at the company. But I just wanted to own it myself. Yeah. And I really That's just, very different in this day and age. Yeah. It's become this investment culture. <laughs> yeah. And I just, you know, and I've just been learning so much along the way from, like, how to manage people and how to get people like that are really the best in the business to work with you and believe in you when you necessarily might not be able to pay them what they need you know yeah 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 yeah. so it's like I mean at the beginning you know but now it's a different story but yeah but in the beginning you were ready to stop being a model and to do this no 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 it just evolved at the same time and then when Basically in, um, so what are we in now, time? So two years ago when we launched into Sephora, so when Sephora originally approached me like a year before that and they were like, look, you know, we really want to carry a line and I spoke to my husband about it and I was just like, "Eh." you know, we'd had these, I'd had these conversations with them actually a few years before and I was like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And then I spoke to my husband and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm scared to put all my eggs in the one basket. And he's like, Miranda, you have an incredible product that really works. Like, what are you afraid of? Yeah. And I was like, well, all my eggs are going into one basket. And he's like, well, if you don't get it out there, how are people going to know about the product? Let's take a quick break and then we'll get right back to Miranda. We're all a little nerdy here at Goop. We even made a supplement chew called Nerd Alert. And not just because we're in tech. We appreciate our engineers and we appreciate great engineering, which is why we're so into the Dyson Supersonic Hair Dryer. Dyson is a company that loves its engineers too, and so the dryer is something of a miracle of high-tech engineering, with results that blow away, excuse the pun, us and everyone who tries it, even the most famous hairstylists. We love that it's the fastest drying for any hair type, using a super-powered digital motor that miraculously measures airflow over 40 times a second, so it protects your hair from extreme heat damage and preserves your natural shine. And I mean the shine. (laughs) They've done testing, 
and the Dyson Supersonic boosts shine by an incredible 132%, which is just cray, and it decreases the frizz by 61% compared to a naturally dried hair. As in, you get a full on as if you went to the salon blow dry at home in record time. We have every hair type represented here in the Goop offices, and every hair type can get the Supersonic's benefits. Because Dyson has engineered five different attachments, they're ingeniously magnetic, they just go right on, to style curly hair, sensitive scalp, fine hair, kinky hair, any kind of hair. And it's easy to use. The brilliant Dyson engineers put the motor in the handle, which makes such an incredible difference, I can't even tell you. The Dyson Supersonic hairdryer has been a total game changer around the Goop offices. To learn more about it, go to dyson.com slash beautycloset. Okay, let's get back to our chat with Miranda. What age did you start modeling? 13 is when I won a competition. In Australia, it's called Dolly Magazine. I won this competition. Uh So I was like the cover girl of Dolly Magazine, but I never let modeling interfere with school. So I never took time off school to do modeling. I was always focused on school. I finished grade 12. And then my first trip was to Japan after that. Whoa. Cool. Like after I graduated and then I celebrated my 18th birthday in Japan. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. We just opened a little pop-up in Japan. Did you feel beautiful growing up? No, I grew up like a girl, kind of just like a regular girl next door. Like no one was ever like, oh, wow. Like it was just, yeah, I mean, I mean, there are plenty of beautiful girls in the country. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't know. I just feel like it was, I was just... mm, one of the girls. I never felt really any different. And then when you won the contest, were you psyched or were you afraid or how did you how did you feel? Well, a girlfriend of mine entered myself and herself into this competition and then I ended up winning, but she was really supportive and she's also a beautiful girl and we're still best friends now to this oh, day. Oh, so good. And they were actually over and my five best friends since I was like like 10. They were just over visiting and stayed and they all have kids and but they came without the kids. So they had like a girls girls weekend weekend. with me. Yeah. Or girls week actually. Yeah. And I planned out everything for them. Like, you know, we went to the basketball and we went to, my husband took them in the helicopter flying. He's a helicopter pilot. He is? Whoa. On a tour. (laughs) And yeah, that was. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so good. Did you do any spa? We did karaoke. Oh yeah. We did a spa. Ooh. Yeah. What's your favorite spa? At home, really. I love to do, I have a Korean masseuse and then I have an acupuncturist. And so like you can set up kind of like an at-home spa and I have like a steam here and a sauna, which I can't be doing right now being pregnant, but I wasn't pregnant at the time. So. And do you feel beautiful when you're pregnant? Uh, I think, (laughs) you know, what's the most important thing? And I've learned this from a young age is like, there was this woman when I worked in South Africa, I must've been about, I don't know, 17 or something. Yeah. It was not long after I'd like graduated from school or whatever. And, and so she was there and she was a producer and she, there were so many other beautiful women like models around and she was the one that stood out to me and it was because she had the most beautiful heart and was so loving and her energy and her confidence in herself she clearly loved and appreciated herself and that shone through and she was the one that stood out to me more than anyone else and so I learned I kind of that really resonated with me and I just felt like 
wow, this stuff on the outside really doesn't matter. It's important to, to really just focus on your heart and that's really what shines through at the end of the day. And so when you ask that question, it makes me think about her because I just feel like from then it, there was a shift inside of me that really saw the beauty on the inside as like really like the most important thing. The key. Yeah, because obviously anything on the outside is going to fade, you know, it's like... So it doesn't matter if you're pregnant or not pregnant. When you feel like happy in your heart and like good about what you're doing in your life. It impacts everything. Yeah. That's when I feel the most beautiful. And you you mentioned, you know, looks are going to change. They're going to fade. They're going to do whatever Mm -hmm. they do. How how do you feel about facing aging? Obviously, (laughs) if we're all lucky, it's going to happen. Are there are there women that you're like, oh, I want to be her when I grow up? Well, I just feel like obviously Audrey Hepburn, the way Mm. that she embraced her age, you know, she aged gracefully, even though she did die reasonably young. Yeah. And then I look at people like my grandmother who has this twinkle in her eye (laughs) and she has these most beautiful like blue eyes and her heart has that same thing, like the generosity of spirit, the kind of beauty on the inside and no one can ever take that away from you. It just can only grow. Yeah. So I just think that, and her hair is like beautiful and white and like, I don't know, I just think that she's great. And she's still with my grandpa and she said every morning he like kisses her little finger, each of her little fingers and says that I love you. Oh my, my dear. God. That's just yeah, and he too puts perfect. the geodes under the tree. Yeah, yeah exactly. I feel like my grandpa. <laughs> Who is this That's guy? so yeah. good. He's amazing. So A very good way to grow up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it was a very solid foundation and and the interesting part was and I think that it's important is that we grew up without much like we weren't we didn't really have money but we had enough money to eat and you know that's what you need get by and (laughs) had a roof over our head and we were really I learned to be really happy and appreciative of the simple things and my dad taught me you know that I had to work for my first car and that was really important what age was that I started saving money from the modeling I would do mm-hmm. in the weekends and things yeah. like that. And then I also was an assistant like at the hairdressing salon. So I would like oh, make really? cups of tea. Ah. And so I'd do that on the weekends. And then I ended up working as a checkout chick as well at this place called Crazy Prices. So I was saving Crazy from prices. a very young age. And that really taught me the importance of and the value of money and that you have to work hard to make money and save money and then you can invest in whatever it is you want to invest in and so when I bought my first car I think I would, had just got my license because I'd been saving for all that time yeah for I'm interested in the hair salon yeah, um, yeah. Like, <laughs> we're like like because you must have just like ultimate hair experience if you started that young like yeah are there on. are you there favorite stuff. hair things that you like do like a favorite hair look or a trick I'm so bad with my hair I'm really <laughs> yeah what's what I your, mean what's is your like, everyday thing so with my hair I mean I just keep it simple I'm lucky with that like my hair I just you know unless someone's doing it like they did it today it's fine it looks which good. I like a little bounce yeah but I don't know with my hair I just I don't know it was more for me 
the experience about serving. So like serving uh, cups of tea and like okay. talking to the women. Can I get you anything? Like they, I got to wash their hair in the basin. Right. That to me was like taking care of someone. Like taking care of them. People are very vulnerable in when the salon. They're sort of done. thinking, what? Oh, you know? Yeah, they are. Actually, that is so funny. So the first, so I was really young working, you know, on the weekends at this hair salon. And then I ended up doing work experience at another hair salon. And then when we moved to another town, I worked at another hair salon. So I've worked in... Oh, my God. That's interesting. A lot of hair salons. I worked in three different hair salons (laughs) when I was young. You must have picked up something. Or, okay, the the makeup, though. Like, you know, all that time in the chair. Uh, Any tips you picked up that you... Any favorite use I mean I love to be able to use a product for multi-uses like Mm. a lip to cheek to like on top of the eye yeah that's good and I think that that's like something that I know everyone can do and it's simple and you know you don't have to necessarily have a blush and an eyeshadow and a lip when you have a good lip it can go lip cheek Uh, Yeah, I think that makes you feel more confident too. Like there's something about like, you know, oh, I just throw this thing on. Yeah, very simple, like clean. Like I do that without little noni lip tint. I put it on my lip, my cheeks and on top of the eye. And it's so easy. It's so easy. And then the little, I mean, I really love like our luminizers, the rose quartz luminizer, which actually contains like crushed rose quartz. So you're getting the magic of the highlighter as well as having, you know, the rose Rose quartz quartz. in there. You have that gua sha The gua sha. Yeah, it's right there. Uh, So good. (laughs) Right next to me. And I love the gua sha because you can massage your face. It stimulates circulation. I wake up every morning with a puffy face, but you can also keep it in your bag and do like kind of reflexology points on your neck, your shoulders, like even on your legs. When did you first discover it? Like was it a salon? Yeah. That is a good point. I've always had different crystals. This lady in Australia gave me one of those ones over there. It's like a, Mm. it's like a face. I've got one. I'll show you later. It's like a, it's like a, face and reflexology kind of crystal. Wow. And so when I knew there was one I wanted to make for Cora, I decided to, I actually made the mold of this shape first with like a prototype. Uh Uh-huh. And I told them I wanted it to have this specific like concave so that it, Mm -hmm. you know, goes direct like onto the curvature of your face and are there any other beauty rituals you do or, or just wellness rituals you do daily to feel beautiful? Like well, you, you do yoga, I think, right? Yes, yoga. Not at the moment. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being pregnant kind of um, changes pregnant, everything for a yeah. little bit. Well, when I was pregnant with Flynn, I used to do kundalini yoga. It was like um, prenatal yoga mm-hmm. every day. This pregnancy, not so much, but maybe I'll get into it. But when I first met you, I you were you were not pregnant, and you were, um, <laughs> and it was like the time of the seven minute workout, and you were like, I do this fourteen minute oh workout, God, and yes. I was like so inspired. Yes, <laughs> that's true. I was doing that for a while. Yeah, I think that there's so many different ways that we can exercise, and whatever motivates you at the time. Is so you can what? switch up. It's not. Yeah, you can switch it up. I mean, I've always loved Pilates. I've always loved yoga. They've been my kind of core things. And I love walking and hiking and things like that. Another thing I think is really good for you and what I would do when I'm not pregnant is always finish my shower like with a cold blast, like 
freezing. Even if oh, you yeah. if you can tolerate having a whole shower cold, that's really great. Oh for my you. god, it's hard. Huh? But it's Megan hard. Just did oh. half. She's yeah. like, gotta get. I'm this. all into the cold, <laughs> cold but it's shower. so yeah. hard. But it's so refreshing afterwards. Do you feel different after you take Completely. a cold shower? Completely. Like I just what? feel just awake and clear headed. I just feel so much more energized and it obviously gets the circulation going, which is important for all of us. Um, it makes your hair shiny. It like does every, make your hair shiny. It closes hair the hair shaft. Closes the hair shaft. So just rinsing with the cold shower, you know. We for, should all be taking cold showers. We should all be doing that. <laughs> Says Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to someone that's that's thinking of, you know, sort of changing their life, whether slowly or immediately, but, you know, they're going to go into business for themselves. Like, are there, whether it's beauty or, you know, they're selling avocado toast, who knows? How do you sort of learn what you need to learn to run a company? Well, it's a long process and something that you need to be super open-minded about. And obviously you're learning every day new things and don't be afraid to ask questions. Like people you know, no one knows everything and people have specialties in certain areas. So speak to those people who you admire, even if you think, oh my God, they'd never speak to me. Just reach out and say, I'd love to sit down and talk with you and learn, you know, did you have you did that. people like that? My husband is the one that encouraged me to do that. And I found it's because I never wanted to disturb people or bother yeah. people. And he's like, no, actually, people find it. They want to help. Like, yeah, definitely. There's that hesitancy, though, that you don't want to bother. You don't want to bother people. But, he, you know, I've learned through him that that's really key to kind of growth, obviously. And, yeah. You know, and, and just like how would you do this and how did you set this up and I'd love to learn you know and people will take 15 20 30 minutes out of their day to speak to you and tell the, tell tell you their story and if it's something that you believe in then it's great just keep on going and take every day as it comes but obviously have a plan and become educated about the whole industry that you want to be you know involved Part in of. and at the same time for me personally, I've trusted my intuition and my gut on a lot of things when people might necessarily be like, what? Like with the turmeric mask, like what? What are you doing? So the turmeric like, mask, people were like, that's crazy. Why? Yeah. And like even with the luminizers, with our highlighters, like the mm -hmm. rose quartz luminizer, yeah. when I originally told Sephora like we were doing them, they were like, okay, well, we've already got enough luminizers. Like we're not going to take that. And mm -hmm. now they sell it and it's like one of their best sellers. So it's yeah. like, I said, well, that's okay. I'm going to still make it and we'll sell it on our website. And, and then now it's, you, you have know. to do what you really know you feel. What you feel. <laughs> it's going to make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I really just listened to my intuition with that. And also, and I just spoke with the Space NK team today and they said the same thing, like the turmeric mask and the rose quartz luminizer and the Noni Glow face oil, obviously, mm. are like their top sellers. So it's like... And the eye oils too. Oh, yeah. all of it, basically. Basically. Were but you guys mentor? love the self-tanner, right? We do. Were there any mentors in particular that, that were helpful to you, that gave you? Um, well, I think what was interesting for me is when I was working as a model, I'd get to work with different CEOs and different oh, people true. and learn along the way of how they were doing things. I learned a lot, obviously, about marketing and advertising and... With Cora, like everything that we do, 
I actually take the photos myself of the women that oh, I yeah. shoot in the campaigns. Oh, really? I like, and we don't spend any money on advertising because we want to spend the money on the product. The product. Yeah. <laughs> and so we just do it, and I, they use me as well. Like, well, yeah, you're a you're a good. <laughs> you're like <laughs> you've got mascot. a good model. Yeah, we have a similar situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, no. So I think like learning along the way uh, and being in the industry for so long, it's something that becomes second nature when it comes to that. And that's a fun part of, you know, being the CEO is like translating and getting that vision out there and having, you know, a wonderful team to help you get that vision out there and understand that vision and really kind of resonate with that. Well, it's a question that, that people never ask male CEOs, but we always all want to know how do you do, how do you balance being a mom, being a wife, being a CEO, having, you know, having a being a friend, you know, you talked about mm-hmm. uh, you know, having all your friends come over. How do you make that balance? Well, everyone in my life knows <laughs> that my family comes first. Like that's just like that's kind of like a well known fact yeah the family always comes first and then Cora (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then unfortunately my friends understand that I'm there for them but you know I've got you've got a lot family and I've got Cora (laughs) and then friends are there and they've my like I said some of my best friends are from when I was 10 years old and they understand and they they know my spirit and my soul and yeah. like I just think that that's important when you have friends that really really understand you and you understand them and they have busy lives themselves and they also have their priorities too so yeah I think that when you people that work with you where they understand what your priorities are because everyone's are different then they can appreciate so they understand that you know I have to take my son to school in the morning and then I'll be in the office or then I'll be available Mm -hmm. for a conference call or then I'll be available for a Skype session or whatever it is and then my other son who's 11 months has his nap schedule so we can maximize the time we spend together when when he's he's napping (laughs) and so I tend to organize my schedule based around my family and their schedule and I know it's a it's like a different way to do it but it's what's working for me and I feel most fulfilled that way and my team knows that obviously if they need me they can call me at any time but I know I have the right people in the positions managing the day-to-day business and they know that they can come to me and I obviously sign off on everything yeah and and I sit with my little 11-month-old in meetings and I'm like, hey, Mr. Spiegel, what do you think about that? <laughs> and I think it's important for the kids to see that mommy works and has a job yeah, and definitely. money well, doesn't grow on trees. It's important to work and they're going to have to work. And and you're modeling that for everyone who works with you, like male yeah. or female, that this is this is part of life and why we pretend that it's not yeah and it's part of and it's part of life and I've always said to we have many mums in the office I'm so flexible when it comes to their schedule because I understand and sympathize with how challenging that can be and I also know that you know a lot of work can sometimes be done remotely yeah via your email via conference calls you can get a lot done and be just as efficient sometimes when you are working from home or more And, you know, it's important to spend that quality time with your family when you can and also be really present and focused on work when you're at work. So, 
Yeah. That's kind of how I do it. And mm. when my husband comes home, it's so funny because a lot of times I work from home and you know, he has his, he's so routine and every morning he wakes up at 5.30 and like he's out at the door by six and Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and like he's up before the kids. So he, and then at night he's pretty much home by seven, 7.30, you know, and, and, and then, so by the time he gets home, I, the dust has definitely settled from the work day. Uh-huh. Yeah. The kids have settled, things are much more calm. And I just think that it's important to have that time with your partner and not forget to prioritize your partner. And my grandmother taught me that because she has four kids of her own and many, many grandchildren. And she said, make sure that you prioritize your time with Evan and really, you know. You have to nourish that too. Focus on nourishing that just as much as you do with the kids. So it's like, okay, so we make sure we have date night and it's, yeah, and you come and, from this long line of happy marriages. It sounds like. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I know. With <laughs> yeah, my parents she's got and my grandparents. She's, she knows what she's talking, talking about. about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's very inspiring. Yeah. yeah. So I just think it's like wherever you put your attention, intention and attention, it creates growth. So it's like you want to, you know, it's life is about a balance, and you can't be everywhere at the same time. But when you're with your loved one, enjoy that time and give them that attention and intention and it'll grow. And when you're at work, do the same thing and yeah. And let them steal your turmeric mask. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah, Miranda's pretty amazing. I'm into the part about nourishing your relationship like you nourish your relationship with your kids. Yeah, that was a really good, amazing, useful tip. Yeah. you know, uh, date night, all that. Yeah. And she uses her husband as a guinea pig for products, which I love. I love the idea of Snapchat man, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. in the shower, yeah, checking totally. out Cora. Like, he loved the turmeric mask, right? Yeah. Well, I love the turmeric mask, too. That, I mean... Wait, does Jonathan, like beauty products like do you like you know make him try stuff so we actually tried when i first got the goop glow peel pads Uh i was like you have to try this with me we're going to do it overnight and so we totally put them on and woke up in the morning and and i forgot that i'd done it and he (laughs) like like, walked in he's like aren't i glowing (laughs) Um, i love that he's so evolved well he's not like doing everything he's not putting like face oil on if he's super dry he will oh my god jonathan (laughs) what about jesse no, Jesse, like, doesn't wash his face. And, you know, there's stuff everywhere, and he's just, like, not compelled to use it for some reason. He is nothing nothing delights him. You can never, like, throw it in a stocking at Christmas or something. Mm, he likes the eucalyptus body wash. Oh. That's it. The one from Necessaire? I like that one, too. Yeah, yeah. He loves that. I love that, too. I, like, have sinus issues, and I feel like whenever oh my I God. use that, it, like, clears kind of, the air. Oh, yeah. It's heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven. I love it. And the packaging is so good. Yeah. I think it's just so, like, modern and clean. Totally. Necessaire. It's, like, for favorite. everyone. Yeah. Love it. But my favorite one I do love at the moment is the Cora one, actually. It's I, so I, pretty. And I, it, the pump is really good. I, yeah. I, I love it. I thought her whole family situation growing up in Australia was so fast. It just sounded so idyllic. You know, of course, a supermodel would emerge from such a history. <laughs> but it was like, it's so cool. I mean, she even talked about like working in a hairdressing in a shop. Hair like yeah. she had a couple of different jobs. And yeah. I thought that was, you know, you, you think of people that have had this incredible career as not needing to start out You're right. like the rest the of us. You're right, fully emerged. You're right, but she started out. 
And and also I like her tip about waking up a puffy face. I feel like I wake up puffy all the time. And the you cold shower tip. Yeah. Like, Both you and Miranda Kerr are having lots of trouble with your puffy faces. I, mean, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's true. I loved I loved the geodes, uh-huh. the crystal geodes under the tree, the grandfather. I thought that was just so sweet. Oh, it really was. I, you could whenever she talks story. about either her her grandparents or her parents, you can feel how much love they uh-huh. have for yeah, each other. And how close it's, they are. It's it's really it's really nice. Yeah. Good fi- nice. family dynamics for Miranda. Okay, and now I am totally gonna end uh my shower with a cold blast. That just I I so so I've been trying it after Elise interviewed Wim Hof. Oh, yeah. And I got totally inspired by that. And so far, it's been torture, and I haven't been doing it. And now I see Miranda's doing it. I've, I've got to do the cold shower. I know. Oh, she looks so good. I want to do it, too. But it is it is torture. Like, I just can't. It feels like knives are, like, stabbing me. <laughs> I just – we're going to get into it, and it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And then we'll be reporting on this podcast how we take a cold shower every day. Totally. And how we're improved. So on the site, I do a column called Megan Tries It, and Jean does one called Ask Jean, and we get a whole bunch of beauty questions. And we're going to answer them all here right now. <laughs> so should we get into today's Ask Me Anything? I think we should call it Ask Us Anything, don't you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Us Anything. Ask Us Anything. If anybody listening has a question they want us to answer here, just send it over to Goop on Instagram or Facebook. It could be about self-tanner, crow's feet, dry shampoo, parabens, our favorite bath soak, non-toxic lube. Or anything else. Now to today's question. This is from Madison. I'm all in with clean skincare, but clean hair care is hard. What are each of your favorite clean shampoos and conditioners, and do they make your hair look as great as when you use conventional hair care? That's a good question. That's a good question, and a lot of people, you know, sort of have this – the whole clean hair care industry isn't quite as advanced maybe as, say, you know, skincare is at this point. But there are, like, in the last even, like, year and a half, it's been pretty amazing the stuff that has come out. I'm currently – totally totally obsessed you already know it's this shampoo and conditioner combo from this company called sangre de fruta oh, it's the best it that was my so answer good. too oh god Darn. it's funny like we have totally different hair yeah. and like we're totally different age yeah the the one i like is called garden of earthly delights best i may <laughs> i may love that one just because it's called that but it's it's both shampoo and conditioner and they come in these huge chic like pump tubs that are just like they're so pretty glamorous looking and they smell so good i love everything that sangre de fruta does but i don't use anything i don't use stylers i don't use like hairspray or whatever i don't i've never really liked that stuff and so i can really tell a difference between between shampoo and conditioner because that's all i'm putting on my hair and the sangre de fruta i just absolutely love it i love how it smells and i love how it looks and the other thing i'm super into is there's a hair mask from Rahua. Oh, yeah. I, like, I went to a salon here in New York called Headdress, and I didn't want to get my hair cut, so they were like, oh, do a hair treatment. Yeah. And I was trying out the salon. And so they they put this Rahua mask on my hair, and I was like, oh, you know, Whatever. hair mask. Hair mask, it's kind of like conditioner, is yeah. it not? You know? <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm getting – someone is conditioning my hair. This is great. <laughs> and they, they put it in. They put heat on it for, like, maybe – 10 minutes and then I walked out 
you know, a little later and my hair was like soft. It smelled beautiful. Like all Rahua products oh smell God. amazing. Yeah. Like kind of like licorice. Even though I don't like licorice, I love the like scent Palo of... Like Palo Santo-y. Palo Santo. Which is kind of licorice yeah. sometimes. It is. You're right. It's the Palo Santo. So good. So it's like smelling, like I'm walking down like in the East Village and like the wind is blowing and I'm smelling Ugh. this Palo Santo as I'm walking. And I'm like, oh, I love this. I hate that it's going to wash out like the second I... Yeah. So when I wash it, it's still as shiny. Like... That, that shine lasted, like, extra shine for, I would say, four to five shampoos. Oh, my God. And, I mean, I haven't had an effect like that from any sort of treatment, except once when I went to India and I had, a like, one of those that hot oil, oil thing. Yeah. It was, like, an hour and a half of having oil poured in your hair and over your face. And that was difficult to get out. It yeah. Was a, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that wow. Rahua mask, I love it. Also, you walk in every day with, like, perfect beach waves. Like, actually perfect beach waves. It's like your thing. please. (laughs) Jean never has a bad hair day. Oh, that is a lie. It's true. (laughs) Uh, Well, I use Sangra de Frugia, too. I love it. And I was really, (laughs) I really love it. And I also love the Head of Roses one, too. Yeah. And I was so skeptical because I feel like black hair care or hair care for black women, black people is hard. But... It's so moisturizing. Yeah. And it makes my hair so soft and so not tangly. I, I was shocked. I love it. And I've, I've recommended it to so many people, friends who are, you know, black and white, everyone, because if it works for you and it works for me, yeah, I feel like we cover a us, lot of ground. Anyone can try <laughs> so this all great of fruit down, they'll be happy. But I will say that for my hair, which is mm-hmm. curly, kinky, the, the thing that makes the real difference is the leave-in I use after. Oh, yeah. And I love the curly, the, the leave-in cream by Innersense. It's called Quiet Calm Curl Control, I think. And I Quiet, put it that calm, in curl control. Quiet Calm Curl Control. And I put it in damp hair and I let it air dry. And I feel like that just like takes it to the next level. Your hair is always next level. <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like I've, I've gotten somewhere with my hair. Like but you, I, I feel like it's really I know looked, you like ever since that curl stuff came out from uh, Innersense. Yeah. You, I'm are so like, happy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, so that's our <laughs> that's our very long winded <laughs> answer. Poor Madison. For someone. <laughs> you asked and you got a really ringing endorsement she got for Sandra de Fruta. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on the Beauty Closet. You can learn more about our new podcast series at goop.com/slash/beautycloset/podcast, and we hope you'll come back next Wednesday for our next chat. And in the meantime, just tap subscribe to keep up with new episodes. If you're liking what you're hearing, please rate and review the podcast. We would love it. And share it with a friend. Talk soon.